This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. trustworthy he has said he will withhold no good thing from you if you will trust him he withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly no good thing if he withholds it you're not ready for it or it wouldn't be as good as you think or it would be detrimental just like with with my little boy when he asked me for a pocket knife and I said no because I knew the first thing he'd do is go try to see if it would cut his sister's arm or something you know it's like no you're not ready for that In today's message from Pastor Robert, we will learn that our Father in Heaven withholds no good things from those who walk uprightly. However, the enemy of our souls tries hard to get us to believe that God is keeping things from us when we begin to doubt God's provision and goodness. This is precisely the time that we can get ourselves into big trouble. Now here's Pastor Robert with part two of today's message in 1 John chapter two. kid from Bethlehem, son number eight. I got nothing. And that was accurate. That was accurate. David was a poor nobody from no place until God called him. A poor nobody who knew and trusted almighty God until one day he didn't trust God. And that's what happened. He stopped trusting God. Now, when the Lord confronted him about his sin, listen to what God said to David. 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 8, God spoke through the prophet to King David. He said, I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your keeping and gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if that had been too little, I also would have given you much more. Such a profound statement by Almighty God. Because you see, here's the thing. Listen, this is so important. Every single one of us falls into the same trap from time to time. The trap is this. We believe the lie from the enemy that says, if you trust God completely, you're going to miss out. You're not going to experience certain things. He he doesn't want you to have any fun, so your life will be over. There's no more adventure. There's no more pleasure. There's no more material success. I mean, you, you name it. If you fully trust God, if you fully surrender your life, if you fully devote yourself to serving God, then you're doomed. You're doomed. 
obscurity and boredom await you. Right? I mean, and we don't even realize that we're believing it a lot of times, right? There's a reluctance, there's a hesitancy to fully and completely give ourselves to God, fully and completely trust him, fully and, and, and completely surrender ourselves, abandon ourselves to the service of God. I'll tell you when it really confronted me was a couple of times. The first time was when Elizabeth and I first got married. I'd waited a long time for a wife. I was in my mid-30s. And all of a sudden, it's like my dream has come true. You know, this beautiful woman wants to be with me forever. And I remember, you know, we'd been married a day or two. Seriously, just like a day or two. And I'm thinking, okay, this is, this is too good to be true. You're not, you're not like coming back tomorrow, right? And I realized I didn't want Jesus to come. And it hit me, that's perverse, Robert. That's just whacked. That's, you're preferring Elizabeth over heaven? Gotta be something you're not understanding, son. She's a wonderful woman, but got to be something you're not quite understanding about what awaits us. Do you see what I'm saying? And it hit me again when David, our firstborn, when he was born. Same kind of thing. Because I realized at one point, I don't know if I can trust you with him. I had to wrestle with that. Can I just completely give my son to God? In, in my heart, I'm talking. If I can't, that's a problem. And I had to wrestle it through. I had to realize I don't really trust you, do I? I don't really trust you like I say I do. I say I trust you that I've given my whole life to you and that I would gladly die for you. I don't trust you as much as I think I do, apparently. I had to grapple with it. I had to wrestle with it because, see, I had believed the lie of the enemy that you can't totally trust him. He'll rip you off. He'll play games with you. No, he won't. That's the other guy. He's the one playing games. He's the one trying to cheat you, right? I mean, if we just think it through and look at what the Bible says and consider even just the testimony of creation, why does the sun come up tomorrow? Why, why does mathematics actually work? Why is there such a thing as science? Things that can be looked at, things that can be analyzed and evaluated. There's an order to everything because he's trustworthy. Otherwise, it would be no order. There'd only be chaos. The fact that you're sitting on a chair right now is a testament to the faithfulness of Almighty God. How so? It's reliable. It, there's order there. There's cohesion in the elements. You see what I'm saying? He's trustworthy. He has said he will withhold no good thing from you if you will trust him. He withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly. No good thing. If he withholds it, you're not ready for it, or it wouldn't be as good as you think, or it would be detrimental. Just like with, with my little boy when he asked me for a pocket knife and I said no because I knew the first thing he'd do is go try to see if it would cut his sister's arm or something. You know, it's like, no, you're not ready for that. We're going to wait a while on the whole pocket knife thing. Your father loves you. He, he loves you enough to die for you. 
The Bible says if he didn't withhold his own son, why would he not, with Jesus, give you everything? The answer is, that's exactly what he wants to do. He wants to give you everything. Luke chapter 12, verse 32, Jesus said, Do not fear, little flock, because it's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's what he wants. He wants to give you everything. Our problem is we're so focused on trying to get it for ourselves that we're ignoring the only one who can give it to us. Now, I'm not talking just about material things because material things may not be a blessing in your life. Maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. I'm talking about his perfect plan, his perfect inheritance for you. God said to David, I humbled your master and gave you everything Everything he had, I gave you his position, I gave you his prestige, I, I, I gave you all of his material possessions, I gave you everything, and if that had been too little, I would have given you much more. You didn't have to set your affections on another man's wife. You blew it. Right? You see that? We mess up when we, when we set our affections on the things that we think will fulfill us, that we think will make us happy, that we think these, this is what I need. This is what'll make me happy. This is what'll do it for me. This is, I'll, be, I'll be so fulfilled, I'll be, you know, whatever. No, you won't. There'll be just something else. I mean, think about it. Seems like David would have been content with all the riches and all the blessings, but he wasn't. His thoughts and affections drifted from God to Bathsheba. And it didn't happen in just one instant, it never does. It's always a drift. It's always a drift where we don't abide in the things we've been taught. We don't, you know, remain constant in what we know. I think in David's life, it happened over a period of weeks, months, maybe even years, who knows? I think he focused on his responsibilities and on his stress. He focused on life. Because what happens when, when all of a sudden you have everything? You know, you're, you're a kid in the fields, right? You're just a teenage boy watching the sheep, and then after a relatively short period of time, 13 years, give or take, he finds himself on the throne. But then you get used to that. You get comfortable in the role, comfortable in the position. I think that's what happened. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio. Radio.